What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here. Thanks for listening to the Meldrick Moments Extended Edition podcast right here on Anchor. And if you want to start your own podcast on Anchor, it's absolutely easy and absolutely free. Let me tell you again, absolutely free. And it's so easy, you don't even need a microphone. I mean, it helps if you have a microphone, but you don't need a microphone because they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You don't need a booth. You don't need a studio. All you need is somewhere to sit down and be quiet and start talking. It's great. I recommend it to anybody, first-time users, professional, experienced podcasters, and anybody in between. It's absolutely the best. They have background music intro music, sound effects, kids crying, dogs barking, whatever you need, right there, Anchor, use it right now, tell them I sent you, Yusuf Ali. What's up everybody, welcome back to another episode of Meldrick Moments Extendo Edition, this is number 11, I'm your host Yusuf Ali, coming to you live from the Nightstand Studios, a brand new, a brand new recording area, uh, brought to you by the Pillowcase Productions and all that. So yeah, to to my five average listeners, check this out. You can hear me way better now, can't you? Way I'm way more clearer. We in this bitch, and since we got since we got a new mic and a new and a new sound system, I'm gonna give y'all some new segments to go along with this new experience. So like, every episode is like an experiment. There's no different. We trying to see what's working, trying to get rid of what's not. So, uh, I don't know. I'm having a good time with it so far. Probably about the 100th episode. It sounds way different than this 11th episode. But stick with me. Stick with me, Magic Moment people. I think we need... I think I need to come up with a cool name for the people that listen to the podcast. Every podcast got a cool name for they for their regular listeners we're gonna come up with something maybe you know what maybe that can be anybody who listened to this um like fun assignment come up with a cool name if y'all can think of something uh send me a dm next grade ali on instagram or use ali on facebook send me a message and be like let's call ourselves this and uh i think of some shit too i ain't gonna put leave all the heavy work on y'all i think of some shit by next episode but we we definitely need a name. I, I was watching one of my favorite YouTube shows, uh, um, Origin of Everything, and she called her people Origin, Origin somethings. Something she came up with. It was slick, and that's where I got the idea. So we gotta do that. But uh, what I want to talk about? What's the first thing? What's the most pressing issue? It's a lot of shit that that I could I could mention. Okay, okay. Okay, the whole it's election time and I'm not even an election guy. I'm not a I'm not a political like pundit or one of those analysts or uh I don't care really about politics. I I think y'all have heard me if you ever heard me say that on Tuskegee Jogman or probably on here. We really don't care who the president is. I never cared. I remember the last time I did care. I the last time I cared cared was when Michael Dukakis was running only because we had to do a report in class that year about which one of those presidential candidates we would pick. And I remember I picked Dukakis. I don't know. I think he had, I think I like his eyebrow. He had the cool eyebrows and he looked like people on scene on TV. I think he can remind me of, uh, who did he remind me of in fifth grade? I think he reminded me of a dude, from Barney Miller, and I was like, I'm gonna go with the Barney Miller looking guy, cause he doom, 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 That's the best bass line in the history of theme music, and that was that was a white boy on that bass. You can tell cause he wasn't really slapping it, and I don't even know. I don't, I, don't, I try not to be racial. I try to be fair, but you can tell when a white dude is playing the guitar. But um, yeah. So so anyway. Getting off track. Everybody all mad and up in arms because Joe Biden picked Kamala Harris. So I remember about a year or so ago, she had not even a year. Was it a year? Tom, this this whole last couple quarantine months just seemed like one big long day. So, But I know it was a while ago she had dropped out. She had said 
She wasn't going to try to be the vice president. She was done with that shit. Y'all can have that shit. And everybody was like, damn, damn, we kind of wanted her. And it was well, not everybody. Some people like, damn, we kind of wanted her. And they're like, oh, well, who are we going to get now? And then it was all this big back and forth about who we was going to get. They had the Asian dude. They had, uh, uh, he was talking about giving people a thousand or $2,000 every month. And that sounded good. And then they had uh, the one, the, the Buddha judge or something like that. And then they had, um, it was a bunch of dudes, Klobuchar and just a bunch of all these names I learned from uh, my cartoon president. But they had all these people, Cory Booker. And then all of a sudden we had nobody. And they was like, well, damn. Then we had Biden again. So he, he emerged and it was Biden. So then they're like, well, Donald Biden got to pick somebody. Lo and behold, he picked Kamala Harris. And everybody on Facebook is mad, talking about she ain't black and she locked up people and, and all this shit. All I know is her last name, Harris, she looked black to me. I don't know how black she need to be. Would they want they wanted to have cornrows and and or have her have fake extensions on her nails or which what she's supposed to do, twerk or whatever else a black girl is supposed to do on, on Instagram. She's not black enough. She they got a picture of her eating with hot sauce. What else do she have to do? She grew up in I think she grew up in Oakland or something like that. I don't know where she grew up. All I know is she black enough for me. Everybody won't every just supposed to be black, blackity black, black twenty twenty, everybody black. And and no more Aunt Jemima, black, 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 everybody black. But then we get a black lady and she ain't black. Ain't, ain't this a bitch? So, like I said, I'm not political. But I know I'm voting for the black lady. Now, if, if Donald Trump had another black lady, then y'all might have an argument. Y'all might can say, well, look, Donald Trump's black lady is better. But he don't. He don't have a black lady. The other dude do. So go with the guy that got a black lady. If, if you don't know who to pick, there you go. They the other two, they old. They both pretty much the same person. They both old. They both out of touch. They both say crazy shit. Except one of them got a black lady. So I mean, that's it. That's that's. That, I don't care what y'all think about her. It's the black lady. What well, are you serious? Would you rather have another Mike Pence for four more years or the black lady? How about that? Think about that. Mike Pence or the black lady? That should be a no brainer. And that's my political rant, and that's that. And y'all is crazy. Oh, oh, oh! And just when I think y'all was crazy, everybody show them that they're crazy because Megan and Cardi B come out with a song about pussy, and grown men got mad. Grown men call. I heard grown men calling into shows on the radio. I heard. I saw grown men posting on Facebook. I saw grown men tweeting that they have went too far. I don't understand. I don't really. I don't know what the fuck is going on this year. This year, I blame a whole lot of shit that happened this year. I blame it on 2020. I blame it simply because it's the easiest to cop out. It's a cop out to blame crazy shit on 2020 because starting with Kobe Bryant actually about a week or so a week or so before that we thought we was going to have World War 3 like legit World War 3 like they were dropping bombs on Iranians all kind of shit was happening and then Kobe died and then that kind of like took everybody attention off of that and then here we are today I only got to recap the whole year but like I said every single crazy thing that happened this year you'd be like man 2020 it's been a hell of a year and for grown men and not even gay men not even gay do you understand that gay men appreciate this song more than i've seen them appreciate any song by a non-gay person they love this song but you have so-called i'm air quoting so-called heterosexual grown men saying it's too much ass and too much titties on the video i heard them say that i heard the, i'm not i'm not trying to get a laugh 
I heard them say that. And it's not even funny. It's alarming. It's disturbing. It's scary. I don't know where we are headed as a society. You got, first of all, you got the Me Too shit. So you got people disrespecting the women. And then when the women show you ass and titties so you don't have to try to take it, you say, it's too much. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is really going on in 2020? And I, I said it like people be saying, yeah, this is the worst year. This It's not the worst year. It's not the worst year. It's just a pretty inexplicable year. It's like a, it's been bad shit to happen before. But everything just wasn't as hard to explain. Like, I, I, there's no words, there's no metaphors, there's no jokes, there's nothing I can come up with to try to reason why these grown men are mad. Everybody using the same comparisons. Like, oh, people been rapping about way worse. People have said way worse. We all know that. That's why I'm not going to try to go there. That's too easy. I just don't understand what can make a grown man. Look at a video full of women. It's like, I don't even, I don't think there's no dudes on the video. I think it's a couple of tigers. I might have saw an eagle, a, a, a snake, I think an alligator or some shit. I, I don't think I seen no dudes. All I saw was a few animals. Carol Baskin got mad. I understand. She got mad because of the tiger, granted. But I ain't seen not a single dude. And you got groom. And now, now if the song was called Wet Ass Pussy, and the video was full of dudes, like playing basketball, swimming, working out, uh, high fiving each other, boxing, fighting in the street. Just dudes, just dudes. Not a girl on the video, but same lyrics, just not a girl. Then I can see the outrage from grown men, like, man, what the fuck is wrong with this video? But the video called "Wet Ass Pussy" has literal wet ass pussies in it. And the people are saying, oh, that's too much. And it's just disappointing, man. It's just really disappointing. As a, as a person who grew up where rappers didn't have purses and uh, and tight pants, for these same men to turn around and say that it's too much pussy in a video about pussy, I don't believe I'm saying that since out loud, and I don't believe I done spent that much time on my podcast, podcast trying to figure out this shit. And like I said, I didn't have a punchline. I don't have a joke. This is just really scary. If you if you know one of these men, if, you, if you're close to one of these men, look them in the eye, man. Have a sit-down talk with these men and ask them what the real problem is. Because it can't be. It can't be that it's too much pussy on a video on a song about pussy. So it has to be something deeper, another issue, some underlying childhood trauma, maybe. I don't know what it is. But just talk talk to these people, man. We got we got to figure this out. We can't go forward as a race. A human. I'm not talking about black people. I'm talking about as the human race. If grown men are going to complain about pussy on a song about pussy. I don't know where we're going to go with it. What do we do after this? What do we do? What do we do? Where do we go from here? We got Corona. We got, we got, we got fucking drive-by shootings. We got disease. We got all kind of shit. And on top of that, we got grown men complaining about pussy on a song about pussy. All right, I'm going to go ahead and I'm, I'm going to move on because I'm about to be out of the mood to talk about anything if I keep thinking about that shit a little bit longer. And you know what else happened? In the same week when I thought that the craziest thing I was going to see physically with my own eyes was a post from a grown man complaining about pussy on a song about pussy. You know what I saw after that? I saw, I saw a person, I think it was a grown man. That's what I, I think it was a grown man. You really can't tell in 2020. It could have been a, um, a different pronoun, of, but it, it definitely was a person. I saw a person with a book bag and a jacket and pants and shoes standing on the third lane 
of the 101 South, that South Freeway going from Hollywood towards Highland Park. He wasn't on the medium. He wasn't on the shoulder. This person was in the middle of the freeway. It was car. It was. It wasn't a traffic jam. It wasn't one of them things where the police is driving around in big ass circle and big ass wide, like uh, wherever the fuck they be doing little swerves, making everybody go slow, and it just be the police. It was normal Saturday, Friday night. In L.A., traffic on the freeway, grown man standing on the freeway. Now, I don't know if he was trying to get a TikTok, uh, do a do a do a bet. I don't know if he was if he was just trying to die, but it was hands down the most. Let me pick the right adjective. Fuck it. It was the most unbelievable thing I have ever, I've been driving I don't care how old, how old people know I am, cause age don't matter, comedy don't matter nothing matters, I am 41 years old I have been behind the wheel of a car since I was 15 that gives me 26 years in the game driving a car, right? I have never, ever seen something this crazy. You can, I didn't see, I didn't see, I didn't see, one time I was in LA, one time last year, maybe two years ago, I seen a dude on the off-ramp hanging on to a hood of a car with a gun in his hand. I saw that. Now, I don't know if that was a movie. I didn't see no trailers. I didn't see no police. I didn't see no directors. I didn't see no... I didn't see nothing that made me believe that was a movie. So up until that point, that was the craziest thing I had ever seen while I was driving. Wow, it's a really a dude, an Asian dude, hanging on the hood of a car with a gun tapping on the windshield while the car is moving. Like that was some real shit. I had I couldn't stop, but I seen it, and that fucked me up. But that is nothing compared to a dude standing three lanes deep into the freeway. Do you understand? First of all, how how did he get there without getting murdered in the first two lanes? How was he gonna get back? And wh- like, why is not even a good enough question? Why is not even good enough? If I if I met this dude, I wouldn't even ask him why he did it. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't want to know why he did it because the how is more important than the how. You gotta understand he was he wasn't on a part of the freeway where is it is like. You could just walk. It's like, you know how you be, it's grass, and then it's a rail, and then it happens to be freeway. He was in a part of the freeway where he had the nearest grass was, I don't know, had to be 500 yards back. For him to be the position he was in, he had to be dropped down. He had to teleport to the freeway is what I'm saying. There's no way he made it to that part of the freeway on foot. I don't know if he was a ghost. I don't know if we was that high. We could have been that high. We could have been that high. All I know is I didn't see it by myself. So if me and Jill both that high, then that's the most powerful weed. Fuck a Snoop. Fuck a, fuck a, I don't give a fuck what you smoking. If if, me, if we both was that high off of a Meldrick and we saw a motherfucker standing in the middle of the street, I'm about to roll another. I still got some of that shit right now. So... That was crazy. That I just had to share that with y'all at the top of the show. Also, that was that really again nothing, nothing real punchy, nothing real jokey. I know I should be telling jokes as a comedian, and this is uh, uh, the the category said this is a comedic podcast, but these two things that's on my mind and on my heart, off top, was more is I don't know it is it don't it don't feel like they needed to be. Spiced up with jokes. I just saw maybe it's because I saw uh the last two very funny comedians them did very two two very serious uh public announcements in the last couple months. So maybe that's where I'm going with this public this serious shit. Kamala Harris, motherfuckers down on the freeway, 
serious shit. WAP dudes complaining about pussy, serious shit. I mean, so man, I don't know. I don't know. I saw. I told y'all this. It, it, it was a new format. We in a new studio. We in, the, like I said, we in a uh, nightstand studio. So anything can happen. Oh, what else I want to tell y'all about uh, before we start the show? Oh, oh, and my basketball dreams. I mean, I, I mean, my basketball comeback. I hadn't mentioned it because last time I mentioned. Uh, me playing basketball. I was just telling y'all I was coming back for the first time and how rough it was. Y'all, y'all don't know. I didn't been up there. I don't know seven, eight, nine times since. I done got a rapport with some of the regulars. I got. I had a one on one with a young boy, and you know what? I held my own. I scored five points. I scored five. Points. We was only going to eleven. I scored five points, and I wasn't really playing defense. He ain't had no. He ain't had, He was left hand kid. He ain't had no right. Anytime I took him right, I could I made him lose the ball. So if we'd have been playing for money, or if I'd have been playing for more dignity, even I probably could have, I probably I probably could have made it a better game. But the fact that I hit my first two jumpers on him, I was like, well, that's good enough. I don't have to I don't have to win the game. He know I can shoot. He he know I can shoot, and I know he can't go right. So we even. I don't really care who win the game. We we even. He worked on he worked on. I made him go right the whole time so he worked on his right i worked on shooting with a defender other than just shooting around and i still got it i still got it y'all so pick me up you see me out there you see me out there shooting pick me up i ain't gonna give you much on defense unless unless you clearly can't go to one side other than that if you can dribble i ain't giving you nothing on defense i ain't giving you nothing. i'm telling you right now i'm giving you nothing on defense if you can dribble with both hands Put somebody else on them. But you can't go left. You can't go right. I got you. I got him. I got him. Number who do with the white felines. I got him. Any anytime you got felines on, I probably can check you anyway. I don't care how old I am. Um, what else? Uh oh, uh give y'all another update since I'm giving y'all updates. My first week, my first full week at, at, at work being back in the cannabis community. It's pretty cool, man. Like, it's all about perspective. And when I think about the perks, shit, think about it. I wake up before my alarm clock on most days. Only got to drive, what, 14 minutes to and fro. And fro. Fro is more important than two. It's 530 when I get off. That's prime time rush hour. And I got to get on the freeway. And it still only take 14 minutes to get home. Three is weed. So, like, of course, like, they expect you to be high, so they ain't taking no fucking drug test. Four is, like, where I park. It's like I got my own private security where I park at. I mean, from the outside looking in, it looked like it's homeless people. But because I I didn't get to do one, two, three, four, six. I done gave that dude six head nods in a row. I might as well, he, he might as well be working for me as far as I'm, like, when he see me, the head nod mean, that's like a, that's like a punch in. Like, I'm parked, I got you, and then, boom, I don't worry about my car. Because if something do happen, I know for a fact he saw it. He was there. You live across the street from my parking spot. So, I got, I got, I got security. I got let me see. The refrigerator don't be full. It's only like, shit. The whole company is only about, I don't know, 13 people, 14, 15 people, something like that. So it's plenty of refrigerator space. Everybody's social distance is enough. It's like it's, it's like it's enough people, but not enough people to be crowded. Uh, they play a lot of Nas. I didn't heard a lot of Nas this week. I didn't heard a lot of Wu-Tang this week. Only thing I ain't heard is Devin. If I hear some Devin the dude, dream job. So I guess I got nothing but good things to say about the job. Oh, 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 the one complaint. Uh, they make us punch out for the breaks. I ain't never had a job you got to punch out for the little, little punk-ass little 10-minute breaks. But I get it because at the same time, I ain't never had a job where we only took 
10 minutes on those little breaks. So this, they figure, fuck it. If we make them punch out, they ain't going to waste their own money. And they got damn right. I will, I'll be wanting to punch in after I finish my little punk-ass cereal. I can, just give me four minutes if it's coming out of my pocket. I add that up. That's $20 a check. That's $20 a check that's coming out of my pocket just to eat cereal and eat a fruit cup. You know, it shouldn't cost me $10 a week to eat cereal. I can get I can get that shit done for $5. Give me five minutes and we back at it. Um oh and uh uh I've been watching it's some it's some y'all been watching Last Chance You I hope so. This this year on Last Chance You is extra black. I'm talking about I'm talking about black. Black black black. Like and I don't know if it's because of the whole quarantine thing, the protests is the year of that shit is popular. But Last Chance You is the blackest show on TV, no matter what you watching. So check it out. Just and that's due to just one dude's parents. His mama and his grandfather say some of the blackest shit every single episode. I love it. I miss my own grandmama. So like watching that is just like living with like anybody else's grandmama. It's perfect, man. And um uh, that's it. Let's start the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Um, you know, if you follow my Instagram, I'm doing the, uh, a cartoon. What's well, not a cartoon? It's just a, 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 it's gonna be a cartoon. I'm working on it. I'm making it into a cartoon. It's called Puddle Tracks. And that's where I tell the story of if I was a snail. It's like it's like me as a snail, kind of. And a lot of my friends and, and various uh, gastropod form. Actually, they, they all type of... I got all type of friends, all type of animals, and mostly insects. Because, you know, in the world where uh, Puddle Tracks is set, it's mostly insects. It's mostly things that live under rocks you know those type of bugs so we can't really i can't like realistically realistically as a snail i can't be friends with a dog i can because it don't matter and it's a cartoon but you know i don't really want to be friends with a dog because i'm a snail and my brother's a snail and my best friend's a centipede and so on and so forth and, and in this world you get to meet the different characters and i don't know since i was working on it to make it to a cartoon before the uh pandemic hit shit got put on hold and so i mean i have recorded a bunch of lines i recorded shit like 30 minutes worth of lines i think it was a lot so i recorded a bunch of shit in order to get a good decent amount of shit to, to you know to work with so i can make a trailer fast forward to this podcast and you know i got some new tools some new segments and so i wanted to introduce on this podcast some photo track clips and it's it's going it's just like um just like my instagram just me kind of setting up the story it's a visual you can imagine everything i'm talking about kind of putting ahead and i just thought that'd be a nice little addition to the podcast until the cartoon gets made you know, get people familiar, get people with their appetite, whatnot. So this new segment we're gonna call on the Meldrick. This is the first time ever on the Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition podcast. We calling this the Puddle Track Puddle Pod Preview. All right. So, all right. And once I once it, and if I had a name for y'all, this would be like uh, uh, Meldrickers or Momenters, whatever the fuck. I'll be like. Let's get ready for a puddle pod. And then I'll play the shit. But, um, okay, here we go. Well, this weekend we had to take Gary Jr. Jr. to the emergency room. It wasn't as bad as we thought it was, but he had, like, some stomach pain. We we thought it was, like, the way he was complaining, talking about his shit was burning and it hurt when he, he used the bathroom and everything. We thought he had some type of stomach issues. Turned out he didn't tell nobody, but he had stuffed about 14 red hots in his belly button after he watched 
shit on kangaroos on National Geographic, and he figured, you know, it, I don't know what he figured, but he put a whole bunch of red, red hot little candies, and the problem was the shit was seeping into his bloodstream and making it shit burn when it came out. Smelled good, but hot as fuck. talk about some news it could be old news new news unnecessary news some just you know news all right uh i was talking i know i already mentioned the meg the stallion thing in the, in the Cardi B, but did you know <laughs> that Friday that wasn't the only song that came out strictly dedicated to pussy? Ah, I bet you didn't. Takashi Six Nine also came out with his song called Poo Nanny. Mhm. They had wet ass pussy. He had Poo Nanny that he'll make tsunami. So I guess. In his terms, you know, you got wet ass pussy, he got tsunami punami or what tsunami punani or whatever the fuck. But yeah, that was his song and didn't nobody give a fuck. I'm like, not one fuck. I didn't see a single letter, let alone a tweet or a post about it. I didn't even see the number six. Like nobody posted nothing that had to do with that song, and I felt like I felt like I betrayed the people. Like I, I felt like I was I heard it by mistake. Like I wasn't supposed to hear this shit. Like my bad. What? Like was everybody purposely trying to not hear this shit? But I heard it, and 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 it 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 it, it was bad. It was bad. I ain't even gonna I ain't even gonna keep you. It was bad. It was a fucking bad song. It's the same, you know how it sounds. If you heard one of his songs, you literally heard all of his songs. Okay, unless you heard one of his Spanish songs. If it's not Spanish, he ain't saying no Spanish shit, but it's that other shit where he just yelling and Punani Nani Nani something, you know, you get it, you get it, you get it. And it was bad, man. And then Another thing I say about the WAP, other than to give you a, a, is to me like it's a very convenient, like like another, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Euphemism for pussy. Like WAP is so much easier to say. It's if it rolls off the tongue, less syllables. It's not as vulgar. You can stand in front of kids. So I would like to thank, I would like to thank Cardi being and Megan for that new term added to our vocabulary. But a lot of a lot of backlash that came with this song that I forgot to rant about was people were saying it's not the right time. It's not the it's not the climate. It's not the it, people is is serious. Man, if that's your excuse, if that's your honest excuse about why this song is bad, then how come not a single person who was talking about that song all weekend, all weekend, they didn't spend not one post talking about the Anderson Pack, No Name, and J-Rock song that literally came out the same day. That's all about everything y'all say that, for whatever reason, Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion should be rapping about. Here it is, Anderson Pack, who y'all love, y'all claim to love so much. No name, who a month ago y'all was quick to de- shit on J. Cole and defend and and defend her honor so hard on the internet. And J. Rock, who I guess is just J. Rock, you know, J. Rock is just you know TDE J. Rock. 
But y'all don't give a fuck about that song. But y'all just so worried about what Megan and Cardi got to say that's not right. But here's a song that's all the right words. All the Anderson Pack whole verse is about police brutality and me and black in America. But I bet y'all don't know a line from the song because y'all spent y'all whole weekend memorizing WAP just to be mad at it. You hypocritical dumb, bored, internet motherfuckers. I hate you so much. If I wasn't a comedian, I wouldn't have this podcast, I wouldn't be on Facebook, and I would only talk about music with people who I grew up with, who likes the same music I like, instead of having to argue with perfect strangers who think fucking, I done read some of the dumbest shit, not just concerning WAP, but just concerning music, period. Like, Nas is is boring. Like if you listen to Nas and think he's boring, that's because you stupid. That's because you are a fucking idiot. That's because he's using words and phrases and syllable syllables and metaphors that you don't understand with your little fucking lean uh ro- lean with it, rock with it, baggy t-shirt ass brain. So you don't understand Nas. Or I hear shit like currency I don't see what because you are fucking lame currency rap about weed money and bitches if you don't relate to that it's because you are fucking lame and you can't dress look at your shoes I hate you okay now another news they acting a fool in Chicago I'm talking about it ain't got nothing to do with the riots they 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 looted a corner store a corner store, not a not not not. Okay, I was gonna say not a Bloomingdale's, but they looted a Bloomingdale's too. But they looted a corner store, like the same store you go into every day and buy your Swishers and your chips and your Snapples and your wraps. They tore it up. Now, if you were just a regular dude that was getting off of work to go get your normal scratch off and your pack of cigarettes and your beer. Now you got to go to that other store that you don't like that they sell that they they fucking be they follow you around the store or, or charge fifty more cent for the fucking wraps just all because of some bullshit and then I don't know man and then the, the they killing people Chicago is still another place like they don't give a fuck about quarantine they don't give a fuck about the election they don't give a fuck about wet ass pussy all they give a fuck about is looting and shooting. God damn. Pray for Chicago or, or do whatever they say. Like the, all the positive stuff. Because Chicago is is going through it. All the comments from Chicago. Do do a benefit concert or something. Give these motherfuckers something to laugh at, something to do. God, God damn. That is I'm sending all the positive vibes to Chicago because they having a rough week. It's just bad. They having speaking of rough weeks, look at my seg my segue game is on point. Some African dude, it was a few ass whoopings this week. Uh, uh, Daniel Cormier got his ass whooped. I'm not an MMA guy, but I do hear about the ass whoopings. And apparently he got poked in the eye. That's 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 kind of shitty. But then I saw some dude named a great a uh, a gulo some some African name. He was fighting a Mexican Benavidez, and I heard of Benavidez. I just never really seen him fight before. But man, I I just I seen him fight now. He was beating the shit out of this African dude. I, if y'all seen the fight, it was earlier today. Something today is some recording this on Sunday, the 16th. He was man, find it on YouTube or something. It's a great ass whooping. And you know how like you see somebody taking shots, and you'd be like, nah, he he probably just absorbing his energy. He's just gonna take these shots, and then last minute, of the last round, he's just gonna unload on this motherfucker. And that for a second, you think that's what he's doing, like. Rope a dope on some 2020 Ali type shit, but then you like, nah, he just getting his ass whooped, and then they called the fight. They, they threw in the towel, classic ass whoop um, maneuver signal signal that you getting your ass whooped throwing the towel. That was bad. Uh, I keep it on sports for a second. They had the um, play in games in the bubble. And it was the uh, Blazers and Memphis was the only game that came on this weekend. After they've been showing two, three, four games a day 
for like the last two weeks, like I don't know, getting people back, getting people ready for this shit, and then all of a sudden they just show one game. That fucked everybody up. But it was a good game. I will say that. It went down. I believe it was a three-point game. It was a pretty good game. My young boy, Ja, went off. Went the fuck off. Dame Lillard still went. It was He went off again. Ever since Skip Bayless, I guess you want to say, poked the bear, talked some shit about him. He been buzzing ass. And now they got to play the Lakers. And nobody giving them a shot. Nobody. And I was talking in the group chat with the rest of the Tuskegee Jokemen. And they saying shit like, well, why would anybody get the Lakers a chance? I mean, the Blazers a chance to beat the Lakers. And my only comeback was shit. Laker hate? I don't know. I mean, if you hate the Lakers, then you want the Blazers to beat them. And you 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 don't think about logic. You're going with your heart. Like, logically, yeah, they got LeBron James and Anthony Davis logically, but I hate the Lakers. So I want the Blazers to win. So and it's not so much that I hate the Lakers. I just, I, I, hate is a strong emotion. You got to love something to hate it. I believe. And I, I, ne- I, I 100% never loved the Lakers. So it's, I don't want to, I don't want to say I hate the Lakers, but I want to say that my don't give a fuck levels about the Lakers is at the highest or lowest. I don't know if your don't give a fuck levels should be low or high. Either way it go. My don't give a fuckness about the Lakers is at the extreme. Put it like that. My extreme, I have an extreme don't give a fuck about the Lakers. Probably the most of any team in any league is you got the, okay, I'll give you an order of teams I don't give a fuck about. The entire Major League Baseball, the Steelers, the Ravens, who else in our division? The Bengals and then the Lakers. Those are the top five don't give a fuck teams. And LeBron in particular. And I, did I go did I already go on my LeBron rant? Okay, if I did, it wasn't this clear. So let me reiterate. This motherfucker I used to argue for from 2003 until 2016, I think. No, 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 no. I was still arguing for him, Pat, because we won in 2000. So it was till 2017 is when I decided enough, enough was enough with LeBron. And I'm not going to relive the past because I legit, I legit get like an, a physical reaction if I dwell or or reimagine or think about or even talk about or even literally type the words that passed to George Hill. Like just saying that just now. Like I have to, hold on. Okay. Alright. I don't I just I don't fuck with LeBron no more. I'm just gonna leave it at that. He is Duke to me. Like I, I told them, I'm going to tell y'all like I told them. Joe Budden will not say Takashi 6ix9ine's name. He refers to him as Duke. LeBron James is Duke to me. Sure, he's good. Yeah, he averaged 27, whatever the fuck points, 10 assists. Oh, yeah, yeah. What? I don't give a fuck about what Duke does from here on. I am concerned with Kyrie Irving. Devin Booker, Ja Morant, and the entire Cavalier team. Oh, and Devontae Graham from Charlotte. Those are the only players in the NBA who I give any fuck about. So to put and none of those players, oddly enough, are competing for this year's championship. So what does that tell you about my attitude towards the NBA this season? Yes, I don't give a fuck. I was one of those people who didn't care if they came back from the bubble because the Cavs ain't playing and Kyrie ain't playing. I don't give a fuck. I mean, yeah, it was basketball. I don't give a fuck. I got weed. I got weed, and I got a lot of shit to watch on YouTube. How about that? So, But they are back. So cool. But I really don't give a fuck about the Lakers. All that said, go Blazers. All right. Um, oh, oh, entertainment news. Entertainment news. Oh. Uh, Jewels is back. Jewel Santana is back. They freed him. 
and everybody's celebrating. Why? I don't know why. Honestly. And that might sound mean. That might sound mean. Like, oh, you ain't happy Jewel's back from jail, right? Because, number one, Jewel's ain't put out a rap song that I gave a fuck about since... He did, a, he did a verse with Lil Wayne, and that was on Dedication 6. That was in, like, 2011. So, Jewel's ain't said nothing... Relevant on a rap song in nine years. That's the only reason I don't give a fuck about him being back out of jail. And number two, he should still be in jail. I don't understand when people get out of jail when they did, you know, they was wrongly convicted. This stupid bitch took a gun to the airport and then tried to run from the police when they saw it in his bed. He, he ain't say, oh, damn, you right. I fucked up. I made a mistake and brought this gun to the airport. This dumb motherfucker took off running in the airport. How far do you think he was going to go? And y'all celebrating that this dumb bastard is back home? Fuck Joel Santana. I know that man. Y'all give me y'all give me some clarity and the truth comes out. Y'all when I was muffled, I ain't had this much to say. But goddamn this new mic, y'all about to get all this truth. Y'all getting all the truth. Oh, and last thing. Motherfucker well, it ain't the last thing, according to my notes. But a motherfucker got paid because he got slapped on the internet. He worked at Burger King and he got slapped. And now everybody want to give him a GoFundMe and Javante Davis want to give him boxing lessons because he a bitch and he got slapped on the internet. And that's all you got to do is that. So you mean tell me in 2020, the softness, the bitchness, the, the, and I know y'all are like, man, he's saying bitch. Like he can say bitch and, and to, I'm talking about the pure spineless activity that is being upheld and promoted and rewarded in 2020 enough is enough first you got grown men complaining there's too much pussy on a pussy song and now you got people who can't defend themselves getting paid for not being able to defend themselves what the fuck is going on man I don't, I'm moving to Canada and uh, one more thing, one more thing, and then we can go to another new segment. They got a doll that got recalled. One of these trolls, not the cute trolls that's just like a little piece of, you know, the big the, the rainbow afro and the diamond belly button. They got some 2020 trolls, and you can move the arms, you can turn the head, you can you can change the clothes, you can move the legs, and here in here in lies the problem. Because you can move the legs and you can make it talk. You can press a button that make it talk if you touch the chest. But if you move the legs, there's another little button. I guess you it's like it's, it's exactly where the tank would be. And everybody got a tank. That's how you know they be, they 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 was precise because it's a unisex troll. You don't know if it's a boy or a girl. You don't know. And you really don't need to know because everybody got a taint so what they did was put the button it's a tank button on the motherfucking troll if you press the tank button the troll say ooh mm, ooh mm, mm. like you can stimulate the troll with the tank button and my problem is that they recalled it why why did, you don't think that a kid in 2020 I haven't seen a two-year-old use an iPad. You don't think a kid in 2020 know what a taint and what a taint does by now? So explain. Don't don't hide it. Don't hide it. Put it in the sex education section of the toy department. You don't have to fucking ban it. Change the name of it. Up the price. Put some fucking change. Okay, you might have to change the outfit. You can't have the sex education toy with like fucking sparkly eyeshadow but you can like have it people make that noise kids gonna find out that people make that noise if you touch them on the tank and so i don't have a problem with the button being on the maybe maybe up the age maybe you gotta be 15 to play with it but don't take it away don't deny the facts taints touch a tank touch a tank and see what happened to the touchy I don't give a fuck if it's a toy or a human or whatever got a tank, touch the tank.
right, welcome back. Um, got another new segment for this episode. This episode number eleven. Like I said, we had some changes, so pardon the length of this episode. Also, you know, of course, when you're going, when you got changes, you and it's the first time. It ain't really no really time constraint. I'm just trying to make sure the shit, you know, get fit in there. Anyway, so this other thing I want to add to this show, this new thing we're going to have is, um, you know, I'm a comedian, obviously. And uh, not being able to do stand-up, I haven't, you know, exercised that muscle in a long time other than, you know, like a Zoom show here and there. But it's not, it's not really the same as being in the with the energy and being in the crowd. Y'all know. Y'all know. Y'all been y'all y'all been to a real comedy show before. But um I figure what what I can do to combat that and to get my little Jones is just, you know, play stand up clips from when I was on stage. When it was comedy, before everybody had to wear all these crazy ass masks and, and sit six feet apart and standing in line at the fucking grocery store outside to go in one at a time, one in, one out, like a fucking DMV or something. But um, we are we here now. So uh, this new segment, I'm going to call it Pre-COVID Comedy Clips. And uh, I introduce it. I ain't going to just play the shit, give it a little bit of context. This is from, I believe, 2016, The Rooftop. Uh, that was a good show, man. We used to get on the rooftop of the host, the Cleveland Hostel, which was a newer little building downtown. You can come stay. You know what? You know. You know what a hostel is. Like, you don't gonna get murdered. You won't get murdered. You just come and chill out. But uh, yeah. So this was 2016. Uh, my homeboy Brian Kenny is hosting, and I don't even know what I'm talking about. But here we go. Okay, I was talking about um, <laughs> not having kids, and and it's true, it's true. You don't, you you just don't want to have kids, and, and I don't know, I got nothing to do with the whole joke, but that, that's what I got from that just now. Is you don't want to have kids if you got kids already, you know. I mean, I guess you love them, but you you don't really want them. You ain't, you ain't want them. Hey, there's mistakes. 
All right, welcome back. Um, I remember I went to the All Star game in Cleveland in '97, and I went for free. And that's you know, matter of fact, before I even get into anybody I met, anybody I ran into, anybody I talked to, anybody I saw, I'm gonna tell y'all this beginning. I'm gonna tell y'all this in the beginning. Uh, how I even got there in the first place because that was crazy. Um. Every week or every episode from here on out, I think I'm going to bring up some type of story that happened back in the day that I just want people to know. Like, people, st- most, a lot of stories that my friends and family and people that fuck with me, been fucking with me for a long time, already know. But just stories that I just want to tell because I, shit, I want motherfuckers to know. Like, this shit is. I didn't did, I didn't see some cool shit, did some cool shit, crazy shit, scary shit, criminal shit. Well, not necessarily criminal. Not nothing where I'm like scared to tell y'all about. So obviously it wasn't that bad. But just shit that I just want to tell y'all about. And um this first thing I want to tell y'all about is actually I'm do I'm doing that to also introduce another new segment, reflection music, which is Another thing I do where I kind of just reminisce over an incident, you know, you've seen it before. But anyway, I just want to bring that to the pod. But before I play the reflection music clip, I just want to actually reflect or reminisce or whatever the fuck on the story. So with that said, uh, the first thing I want to talk about is when I got free tickets to the All-Star game. In 1997 in Cleveland. And um, it was crazy because I used to work at Tower City inside the, at the McDonald's inside Tower City, which was probably the second, if not the first, busiest McDonald's in the city. It was another McDonald's that was real busy because I don't know why I think it was the location. But McDonald's on 55th. Used to be jumping. But anyway, uh, McDonald's Tower City was so busy because you're in Tower City and it's, for the most part, probably the cheapest food at the food court. And, you know, it's McDonald's. So that bitch used to jump. A whole bunch of people used to come through there. We used to see all type of anybody, like the the Renaissance Hotel was connected to Tower City and Gun Arena. So we would see athletes and entertainers and all type of people that would come through through McDonald's every now and then. So this particular weekend, it was All-Star weekend, and I had to work that shit that Sunday. And I was mad I had to work because it was All-Star Sunday. I was like, shit, I don't want to miss the All-Star game. But the way my schedule was, by the time I get off work and get home, I probably can catch most of it, maybe the at least the whole second half. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm going to get off work, go home, do my usual, catch the bus, change clothes, catch the bus. Because I, I never, never, ever, at that age, at 16, 17, 18, whatever the fuck I was, I would never wear work clothes, a McDonald's uniform on top of that in public. So I definitely have my my regular outfit and my work clothes and my book bag, and so I'm changing clothes. Go out. It's all star for uh, all star Sunday. Everybody is around this motherfucker. It's crazy. It's just everybody. Just whoever whoever you can imagine is walking around Tower City. So I don't want to go straight home because I might see somebody. So sure enough, I see my homeboy Tony. Shout out to uh, little Tone. Uh, UGK Tone on, on uh, Instagram. I don't know why I'm shot on his Instagram. He ain't no comedian, nothing, but whatever. Um, I see him and I'm like, what's going on? And we just start talking shit, chopping up, me, him, a couple other people who I, 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 I kind of vaguely knew, but don't know him, know him, especially don't know him to remember who was there now, fucking 23 years later. Like I remember, of course, Tone being there. And out of nowhere, Calvin Hill comes walking up to us who is Grant Hill's father 
If you don't know what Grant Hill is, then Google him. If you don't know who he is, fuck. What the fuck is it? If you don't know who Grant Hill is, just like you don't know nothing else in 2020, fucking Google it. God damn it. But anyway, so Calvin Hill come up to me and he like, well, not just to me, come to our group. And he like, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing? We all looking. Most people just like, what the, what the fuck? Who is this old man? I knew who he was. I don't, I'm not sure who, if nobody else, I can't say nobody else knew exactly who he was, but I definitely knew who he was. And I was like, Oh, how you doing, Mr. Hill? He like, oh, how you doing? And that I think I think that might have been the reason that he ended up giving me the all-star game ticket. Cause he had he was like, I got these two tickets and I'm gonna give them away. I just wanna know if I give them to y'all, y'all ain't gonna sell them. And then we all like, no, no, no. So he looked at me. He was like, I'll give you this ticket, man, but you gonna go to the game? And I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna go. And he gave me a ticket. I still had it for the longest. I don't know what happened to it. I didn't move so many times, but I had that ticket stuff for the longest. That was like my little memento. And he gave me the ticket to the All-Star game. I get in that motherfucker, and I got my book bag on, but I feel like I feel good because I got my regular clothes on. I mean, it's All Star Sunday, and if you know how you know how people dress for All Star Weekend, you know how people get oh shit. So I mean, I wasn't competing with motherfuckers who was at the All Star game, obviously, but I didn't feel like I wasn't in there with my McDonald's uniform. It was the most thankful I had ever been, or most I don't know what to call it. I just it was it was the best time in ever. It was the I don't know any other day, not that any other day I wouldn't have had my uniform in my book bag and some regular clothes on, but just imagine had I been a guy with regular with my uniform. Oh man, all star sun all star game and I'm walking around that bitch with a McDonald's uniform. Oh man. But no, so that was that was a blessing to be able to just walk around the game with my regular clothes on. But what was fucked up was I didn't have a dollar. I think I think I had the only way I was gonna get home was from a bus pass, so I definitely had a way to get home. But I didn't have a dollar in my pocket to eat, buy a souvenir, take a picture, buy water, buy a fucking. I couldn't. I couldn't put. I couldn't make a phone call. And yes, pay phones was still a thing. I ain't even have a quarter in ninety in that day in ninety seven. But I'm gonna leave it still. I'm gonna leave it there. Because a lot of other shit I want to talk about from that All-Star Weekend. And I just don't want to spend another 30 minutes talking about that. But that's what I'm that's that's a new a new segment. So I don't know what I'm gonna call it. Uh reflection, re, re, whatever the fuck. Reflection moments. But uh anyway, with that said, I'm gonna introduce this other new segment or this this uh new audio. For the podcast, this is a, a, a reflection music original. So uh, here we go. I meant, I meant, here we go. I remember only one dude on the street had a father that would play football with us. And like, he was already jealous because like they had two cars and a gate and then you'd be like and his father throw the football too like man I hate my house I don't want to go back in the house my father don't do shit but throw dope alright everybody that's a wrap on another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition. That was number 11. I really, really, really want to thank my likers and retweeters. And I really, 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 really want to thank my sharers. Because without y'all, it wouldn't be no us. So um, keep on liking, sharing, and retweeting, and telling people to tell people to tell people, man. It's, it ain't like I say. I need. I do this shit for y'all, and I do it for me. So it's like it's a. It's like a. I, I need y'all, and like I hope y'all need me. Shit, but um, 
I'm glad y'all bear with me on this these trying out some new shit this episode. Um next episode I'm gonna try to tighten it up. Really try to tighten it up. But you know, when you get some some new audio equipment and all that shit, and you can hear yourself better and all that, you just you know, you want you wanna talk a little bit longer, you know? I mean no, you know, you know. So sue me. No, I mean don't sue me. Don't sue me. But you know. But um Yeah, anyway. Thank y'all for listening to my every listeners. I, I I figured it out. Um, um, anybody who send me uh, uh, a email, I mean, or a DM with a suggestion for what I'm gonna call y'all, and like even if I don't use it, if you just send me a suggestion, then I will send you an autograph pack of double XL wraps. So you can have your own Meldrick Moments courtesy of the Meldrick Moment Extended Edition Podcast. And I know you like an autograph. What the fuck I want? Because because it might, it might, this might blow up with your help, with y'all help. This might be the biggest podcast in the world. And y'all be like, oh, I got an autograph pack of raps from the hosts. See? And all y'all gotta do is send in an, a suggestion for a name of the show and then I'm gonna try to get uh like where I can take messages and, or something like that it calls for the show and try to get some of those for the, the future episodes but you know until then just send it the old fashioned way or the new old fashioned way DMs but um so yeah that's that but um, until next time, like I always say, treat others like the way you want to be treated. It's really, really, really easy, man. If you walk past a motherfucker, imagine yourself being that motherfucker. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. It, it, it don't mean you have to give money to a bum. It don't mean you have to give, you know, just what you do. What it do mean is respect that bomb's you know space because if that was you you or nobody all staring at you and looking at you and fucking with you and so just that's what i'm saying if you go to mcdonald's you know and you order your food and it's taking you to it's taking a little bit long don't be all blowing the horn and cussing motherfuckers out imagine if you worked in mcdonald's and you was trying to get somebody's shit and it's taking a while you'd be standing there like man i hope this motherfucker don't start blowing the horn and cussing and shit because it ain't my fault i'm trying to get the shit too so i'm just saying put yourself in somebody else's shoes treat others how you want to be treated every single person and i'm telling you trust and believe me your life will be so much easier if you just do if you do those things smoke weed and mind your own fucking business man man you'll live so much longer your skin will clear up your fucking headaches will go away your high feel better you won't you don't even need as much weed because you'd be like man i'm getting high off of like two hits you know why because your mind is clear from that bullshit because you doing the right thing because you took my advice from this Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition podcast number 11. So, with that said, we are out. Until next week, go Browns. Please, like, please, please go Browns. Go NFL. Please play football. Please. Thank you. We out. <laughs>